What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast, a video game show. I am one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right by Rachel Mogan. Bonjourno. Bonjourno to you as well. I don't know why I looked in the camera to talk to you like that. Bonjourno to you as well. How are you this fine day? I'm tired, Jarrett. I've been gaming too much. <laughs> too many flat butt gaming I've sessions coming up? I've been gaming too long, too hard. It We're happens. actually recording late today because I slept through my alarm. Oopsie doodles. Yeah, I, I almost was like... Did she remember? Uh, granted, I, mean, I did ask late, to be fair. I did ask you late, like it was yesterday afternoon, it was Saturday afternoon, and I was like, hey, no, it's late, but you want to record tomorrow because I was just late to do it. I also always so just then, kind of assume that we are unless you say we're not. Unless we say you're not, yeah. That's that's always that's always a good call, I guess. But then but then I always feel bad thinking that you're like sitting there like, is he going to say he wants to record this weekend no. or not? I've got plans I'm trying to Like, make. I'm just going to fucking show up. <laughs> so, Assuming I don't sleep through it, which I am almost always late, but today I was. <laughs> more late than usual well, so it got to like 11 40 and i was like or 10 40 and i was like because we normally record at like 10 30 in the morning yeah. and i was like did she forget but i mean no. I totally understood if, if you did because Just of me tired. asking late but no but so you've been putting in the time putting, i've been putting, putting, in, the putting games. in the long hard hours which to be honest i'm still not sure how many actual hours i'm into yeah. breath of the wild because i still haven't figured out like if there's an in-game section that tells you and I forgot to check my Nintendo account, mm. so I have no idea how many actual hours. You'll I'm just in. have to wait until you're 2023 wrapped from Nintendo, I guess and so. that's what you'll you'll learn how many. You know, uh, I was hours thinking about that exact thing the other day because between Octopath Traveler two, which has been a ton of hours for yeah. me, between the surprise of uh, Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm, and between what I know is going to be a big fall game for me, air quotes, because I've been sitting on Metroid Prime Remastered mm. this whole time. I'm saving it for bad weather because I feel like that's the perfect bad weather game. My Nintendo wrap this year might be the biggest ever. Really? Because I've put almost 100 hours into 2 Octo 2 Path, and I'm not even close to done. That'll do it. I think that I'm probably going to max out around... I'm pretty close to being done, so maybe I could be wrong about this, but between what I know is likely to be a secret super boss and a little bit of post-game content from one octo one path yeah <laughs> uh, i feel like i'm probably gonna wind up about minimum 120 hours maybe 150 Damn. in two octo Impressive. two paths so it's gonna be a big meaty game yeah. there's no way i'm gonna put less than that into breath of the wild 2 tears of the kingdom sure. people call it tears of the kingdom i hear <laughs> by its proper name i guess the one they put on the box so yeah i think my nintendo wrap is going to be bigger than ever that's cool that's cool and well, it'd be cool to see what those are because, but, but couldn't you also the, um, I was just thinking, doesn't it tell you like in somewhere where it like shows it like in your friend list or something, it shows like your list recently games it played does. and like has a rough estimation of how much time is given. Do you remember when we talked about this last time? The reason I didn't know when we did Obviously first impressions not. is when you start a game for the first time for about three to four days afterwards, that little summary just says first started playing blank oh, days ago. I see. So it so doesn't actually like give hit you a the certain threshold count. until it does that. Yeah. Now I'm sure it will now, but I just haven't gone back and checked. So I don't know how many hours I'm in. I do like um, a recent update that the PlayStation has that ple- the PlayStation PS5 has made recently is that it now does um, show your playtime on the main screen of the of the like oh. Your, when you're choosing your game and stuff, it says like in the bottom right corner, it just has nice. a little symbol that says how much time you spent. So I've been liking that because it's been easy to have a quick little yeah. uh, tell of how long it's been going. Because yeah, like I don't understand why not all games don't say that. I feel like it's a pretty good big 
metric that people like to track? You would think so. The other thing I considered is, oh, wait, I haven't shut the game down and come back into my save file. Yeah, that could do it too. But I did that. And I came back in, and even the in-game save file doesn't tell you how many hours you've put in. Weird. <laughs> it just tells you when you last saved. It's huh. like, not helpful. Yeah, that doesn't help <laughs> That's anybody not what at I all. Wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I want to figure out how bad it is because I think I'm minimum twenty-five hours in. Dang. I don't know because think about it. I probably played for at least. You've got to be more than that. Maybe. Because I've played for at least five to six hours. Yeah. Probably most weekend days. And I took a four-day weekend last week. Right. So what's five times? Well, that's 20 right there. Because I was going to say, like, I looked in Survivor last night. I got to be like 35 hours in Survivor at this point. Mm -hmm. 33, 35 hours. And you've been playing it. Well, I guess Survivor did come out a weekend before. But... I would still say I've probably still caught like up. I feel like you've caught up, caught up by up. now. Yeah, it, it might be in the 30s. I'll have to actually check when I get home. and We can put it in the comments. That's true. And we'll let everybody know. But you know what we'd like to know from you is how many hours of Team Chat podcast have you played? Because we're here to give you another hour of content for you to listen to on podcast services around the World Wide Web. And you can also watch a video version of each episode over on our YouTube channel. Links for all that are in the description below where you'll eventually see Mogan's play count for the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Eventually. Eventually. Someday. <laughs> You can also follow the show on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can also join a Discord, our Discord channel over on our Discord server. I don't know why I said that weird, but I did. Uh, where we have a lot of great conversation about games and other non-gaming related topics when we're not here recording the show. And also, you can head over to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast where some other cool people, of course my face ID doesn't want to work, some cool people like Super Saiyan Ace, Erica L, Elise F, Zach S, Mariah S, Susan M, James K, Michael B, Andrew M, Michael S, and Brandon W have done. Well, they've gone over to patreon.com slash teamchatpodcast, where as for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the show, and in return, we'll give you cool perks like getting the episodes early before their general Thursday release, and access to a private channel on our Discord server, The Rogues Gallery. We also have a lot of extra goodies along the way, like some uh, custom emotes that are patrons can use uh and other good stuff like that so check out all all that and for everyone who's been a patron thank you very much uh if you can't do that we totally understand there's free ways you can support the show such as telling your friends writing us reviews subscribing wherever you're listening to or watching the show you know all that good stuff helps get the good word team chat podcast out there to the masses and for that we incredibly be grateful to each of our patrons viewers and listeners alike heart emoji heart emoji this, the, the, I gotta, my, my, had my to move the mic out of there. Yeah, I know. We, we're still got to figure that out. That's the one thing. I need to get a new mic stand because with this new setup, the for some reason, exact same company, exact same model. But this one, I think, is must be that I'm using. It must be a little bit newer because it fits on my desk. The little clamp thing. The clamp. Mogan's doesn't for some reason, yeah, and no. I'm ha we're having to like improvise. So got to figure that. I'll out. I'll just fight it with my arm. <laughs> <laughs> just be dueling with it the whole time. Yep. Just like the dueling pigs in Breath of the Wild, two tears of the kingdom. <laughs> Which we're it also in the first game. Around, it, all it all comes, comes back, back around. around. <laughs> but no, it's for today's episode, we wanted to do something a little different. We've had a couple, uh, three actually, we were counting before we started, of like really big reviews yeah. all in a row uh, from Two Octo Two Path, Tears of the Kingdom, Jedi Survivor. So we're taking a break a little bit. We're, we're slowing it down this week 
and just talking about whatever the hell we want to talk a about. Classic, a classic shoot the shit, shoot shit episode. episode. Yeah. So we're just here to talk about anything and everything about. By gays the way, that we've I do want to mention lately. that was planned. It's not just because I overslept. <laughs> we <laughs> talked about it yesterday. <laughs> I've had no time to prepare. Let's talk about random shit. Although, uh, yeah, I, t- I told Moga before we started that I almost was saying like, I'll do my Ghost of Tsushima uh, review, but I want to give that let, let let's space it out a little let bit. It percolate you know, percolate. a Because yeah. we are also now in the middle of all these very big games that we've done our first impressions on and we still have to actually get through those games you know we've oh, been yeah. spending the hours and tears to octa two path and jedi survivors yeah. so you know um might be a bit before we have a fresher review so let's let's space them out a little bit let's yeah. not let's not go too crazy have you gotten to the um i know you said that you got the like expanded version that include of ghost of Tsushima. oh yes that includes the isle of something have oh, you done Iki that isle or Iki island yes yeah. have you started that part i yet? haven't i still need to do that stuff and i still need to try the legends oh so i guess my review wouldn't have been ready anyway so i can't even do it see so this is perfect <laughs> incomplete uh, so I, I do need to touch on the and play those parts at least the legends mode uh before we do the, the full review and everything but you know as i've said the main game itself was it was a, a good time well something else that i wanted to talk about because we literally haven't had time mm-hmm. in our episodes to do really any big news uh did you see the overwatch 2 news that they canceled the pve which was like that i they... completely forgot that was even a thing they were going to yeah. do so to be fair i think some people like myself included because i never really thought about the player versus environment uh sort of pseudo campaign mode that much either yeah but that's because i was you know functionally going from oh it's just still overwatch yeah like the overwatch 2 the 2 in overwatch doesn't it's completely it's just salad dressing yeah. <laughs> it's not necessary because it's the same game oh yeah but originally the whole point of overwatch 2 air quotes was that they were going to add this whole new PVE, like team-based uh, PVE mode with like character skill trees and different ways that you could max people out and like give them unique abilities. And it was going to be really cool. That's cool. Like looking back at some of the footage of like, hey, remember all of this shit that they just totally scrapped? It's like, oh, we kind of did get robbed. Yeah. So even though it is a free-to-play game now, it's like, oh, wait, so you had reintroduced Overwatch 1, called it Overwatch 2. Mm-hmm. Didn't really change anything except for take one person out of the team equation. So it's 5v5 now instead of 6v6. Get a Uh, couple new modes. And then implemented the worst battle pass on the market. It's not great. And then you took away the PVE mode that you promised. It's like, it, 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 like looking at the whole scope of the picture, it's like, oh, they really kind of botched it. It's... It's interesting. Like even I know that we still all you know as our, our group and everything. Yeah, I want to make this place still plays. We still play Overwatch two. Yeah, and we still enjoy it, and it's still a fun time. But it is interesting how much it's just like Overwatch two. The like the hurrah and the, and the like the pizzazz of it all just like immediately was like there it is and it's gone. It's just like it, like no one cares. And apparently they made the decision, like uh, the hard decision to scrap PVE mode almost a year, like over six months ago. And just now. And they've it. just been sitting on. So mm. the game came mm-hmm. out in fall of last year, didn't it? Overwatch yeah, 2? October, I want to say. So basically they they've kind, known they've since known launch. since launch <laughs> that they weren't going to do the PVE mode, yeah. which that makes me mad for two reasons. One, it makes me mad that it's not actually a sequel. Two, that makes me more mad because the people that really, really liked Overwatch 1 Mm -hmm. with all of its mechanics, with the 6v6, it makes me mad that there is no way for those people to go back to that game. 
the fact that they force updated everybody to Overwatch yeah. 2. I mean, you know, you could argue that it's splitting hairs, blah, blah, blah. But I paid $60 for Overwatch 1. No. And yeah. I, I bought a physical edition. And that game basically got stolen. Yeah. I mean, for lack of a better word, they kind of took that game away from me to replace it with Overwatch 2, which isn't necessarily something that I think everyone on the in that played Overwatch wanted, which I hope that trend does not continue. I mean, yeah. think about that. Think about like if I brought if I bought Tears of the Kingdom for $70 and then 3 years from now they just kind of they just kind of paste another game on top right. of it. Right. You'd be pretty pissed, right? And it's like if you do a new game, if you go back into that and you do new game, it doesn't like give you the option of do you want to do new game Breath of the Wild, new game Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. No, it's like, oh no, it's it's the combined thing. Yeah. yeah. And the stuff that you knew and loved from the beginning is done. It just the more I think about it, it's like, ooh, I don't like that. I mean, it makes it it, it does make sense. I, I agree with what you're saying, since it started as the sixty dollar game moved into the the free to play thing. That is new, and I don't necessarily know if we've seen well, no, no, we have seen that. I was trying to think. Like, games have gone. Well, Destiny did, actually, I mm. guess. Technically, like, Fall Guys, even though. Technically, we, Fall Guys, yeah. We got yeah. it free. Because we of the did, because they had the PS free. Plus yeah. thing where you could get it. But yeah, no, Fall Guys, technically, a, it started as a, as a like, $25 <laughs> game. Yeah, I when think. I heard that other people were having to pay for it, I was like, what? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> what, what do you happened? mean? Who, who duped you? <laughs> <laughs> You guys are getting scammed. <laughs> Cancel your cards. Some fraud. No, apparently um, it was actually a paid game, and yeah, then it went and free then it went to free to play. So, so I will say that. So, correct myself. That's not new. It is something that we that uh, we have seen before. Uh, but yeah, it is kind of weird that like I hadn't thought about it necessarily in that way of like the because I bought Overwatch one also paid sixty dollars for it, and now you're right, can't go back to that, yeah. and then couldn't even like access coins for a little bit that I had earned. Granted, I'm not like playing Overwatch a lot. Uh, I'm like I, I haven't launched into it other than playing with you guys like in a long time uh, so it's just like that's not necessarily like I wasn't like heartbroken over that but now thinking about it it's like okay well, like I should be able to use this money that I either a was hold over from purchases I made or like that I get earned in game it's kind of funny Sam and I were actually just talking about that this morning different but uh, but close and just like how because we're, we're like trying to figure out how to like keep all of our personal photos and stuff like that backed up and sure like because oh, I've used yeah. like photos on Mac for forever Man, and then you like and Sam both take so many pictures yeah I can't well, believe you have enough computers in the house to hold them <laughs> well all. and because like Sam has her you know she was a photo uh, journalism uh, ma major in college so she has like all her photos from that and stuff like that so we have like a ton and it is has been the thing of keeping it on a hard drive putting it in the cloud but then it's just got easier to back it up to the cloud but then it's kind of the thing of you know, with any digital prod product, really, it's like it's not technically yours. Like we back our stuff up to Google Photos. If Google closed tomorrow and we had no other stuff, those not stored somewhere else, they would be gone. Yeah. And it's kind of like an interesting thing. We're even seeing it just recently with um, what was it? Disney Plus. Well, and HBO that with all this digital streaming services, they're cutting, you know, content. And it's not just like you can't watch it here, but here's the DVD. No, like it's, it's just gone. gone. Yeah, like it's like the new uh, what's the one on Disney Plus? The Willow Show that they just made. Yeah, I was really surprised to is see going that. to be gone. Like they just made it. Yeah, it's not that old. Yeah, I'm and pretty people sure people were really excited about because it. Because now yeah. it's like, wait, why are you deleting it so quickly? Yeah. I don't understand that it's, one at all. And it's like, and I understand in that case, you are paying for a subscription, not like the actual ownership, but Games, yes, you're buying yeah. what you well technically, I guess the official 
legal jargon is you're buying the license to play the game. But still, it's just like it's the difference of the you know, the physical versus the digital. And I understand it's super easy now to want to just go all digital. I've started even going all digital. But this it is, is exactly why I'm not going all digital. But it's the thing, <laughs> but it is the thing of just like I still try to make it a point. If it's something I really love, oh best believe I'm getting the physical copy. And so after especially Disney Plus started doing all that, I'm like, oh my God, how do I so if anyone out there knows the nefarious means of how I can get myself a copy of It rhymes with Schmiracy. <laughs> Oh, I can get The Mandalorian. Andor. HBO. I mean, oh. uh, Obi-Wan. Andor. Obi- Boba Fett. All of them. I need them all. <laughs> okay. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm okay. not p- picking favorites. I need out, them all. So they if anyone. put out any DVD releases? No. Or phys- oh, God. Okay. If anyone knows the Schmiracy. <laughs> <laughs> You're on board with me, too. Because, no, that's what I mean. It's just like, oh it's, it's, God. it's, it's. It's cool to have everything at your fingertips and to be able to take a picture and it automatically upload to the cloud. But it's just a thing that like has somewhat because we were talking about it how uh, in the context of how it's like the the Gen Z and other and younger um, generations are going to come up. Just assuming this is how it's always been, but they're still like our us, you know, like around the cusp of the physical to digital. Who's like, no, still keep your stuff in your like possession where you can have your hand on it because there is not a guarantee. Yeah. There is not a guarantee that Google is going to stay open forever. So, you know, while we're no longer going to, we're going to quit being old people shaking our fists at the wind and changing times. But you know what? We're justified in that. It is. Because there's a lot of scumbaggery out there in the business world that isn't intended to benefit the customer. Oh, no. It's intended to benefit the shareholders. Well, well, I mean, yes. So any any way that a company can make money off of you, whether that be switching up their subscription model and deleting a bunch of content so they don't have to pay the artist that made that content anymore. That was the other thing that I, that I picked up because I saw yeah. somebody responded to the uh, the article I was reading, commented on it uh, about the Hulu Plus thing and they were just like, don't have to pay residuals if there's nowhere anybody can watch anything. And I was like, oh shit. Yeah. It is. A, like, I hadn't even thought about it from that uh, regard either. So yeah, it's just like, protect, protect the shit you want to keep. Yeah. And if anyone knows of places... <laughs> A place where you can go, dude. Let's just go to China. We can go. We can go to any street market in China and be and like, "Yo, you got DVDs of the Mandalorian? I mean, but they got them." That's just a question that I have in general, even for just like YouTube channels and stuff. Who like do like talk like talk about these shows or like people on Reddit will like post a high quality screenshot. I'm like, where the fuck did you get that? Yeah, this right? episode just came out. How, what secrets do you know that yeah, you're I don't getting know? Getting them from somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like people make. I have an ultra wide monitor. People and I would love like cool backgrounds for that. And I love especially like the the uh, concept art stuff that's at the end of like the Mandalorian stuff like that. So like sure, I'd love to be able to snag a quick screenshot and yeah. make a nice big 4K mon- thing for me. But I have to wait till somebody uploads it on. Reddit. So uh, th- that's a I really, could figure it out, but I'm lazy. That's a great point because <laughs> I was just watching like a two and a half hour. I took a break from Tears of the Kingdom because sometimes I, like I do. We're not actually, even talking about games right now. <laughs> no, sometimes I do. <laughs> actually have to eat but i was watching like an over two hour full review of all of andor yeah just because i had just finished it Hell yeah and i was so dig ex- into that I was lore. Still so high on it yeah. i was like you know what i do want to watch somebody else talk about this thing that i love which is what we do every day <laughs> <laughs> so i was just watching it and she had so many 
clips from the show, like yeah. full clips. She had whole scenes. Which I know how to like pull stuff from YouTube and stuff yeah. like that. Like, but like, but still, it's somebody's like, got to get it to put it on YouTube. Yeah, I couldn't believe. Like, I don't know if she got like copyright struck for that and just couldn't monetize that. I think video it's probably probably not because it's that would technically fall under the fair use. Yeah, stuff. I, I was just like, wow, I'm amazed that you had this basically the whole show's worth yeah. of of clips. And I was like, as long as Anvil Man is in there, I don't care about <laughs> anybody else. <laughs> But yeah, so it's 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 an interesting thing, and, and yeah, it, it will be curious to see how much if that does follow the trend only for more like um, live service games. If that trend is a thing that happens, because sure, just like if it rolls over into that, you're like I understand kind of that. But it'd be interesting to see if it happens with like a standalone like yeah, a Breath of the Wild kind of thing like that. That would be very just like oh. This is new, and I don't like this. Yeah, that would be super no bueno. <laughs> yeah, no, not. Good I mean, at all. it's already super no bueno in the live service world, and frankly, I just can't. I like. I know they probably never will, but I wish live service games, for the most part, would die. Out. I think. Like, I the think we're trend. gonna we're gonna hit a fatigue of it yeah. soon. I, personally, I feel like I might have already uh, for my own for my own gameplay. Like right now, the only I want to say live service game that I play is Apex. I think it's probably yeah. just Apex. Um, I mean like I'll dabble. I'll yeah. go like play Fortnite here and there a couple times when they release a new Star Wars skin. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I gotta have that. Uh, but you know, it's mostly just Apex because I don't. I, who has the time? I mean more. And and when I say live service, I don't just mean the online multiplayer live sure. service games of the world, which I totally understand that. What I more mean is why did Redfall, which has a robust mm. single player mm-hmm, mode. Mm-hmm launch with the requirement that you have to be always online to be able to play oh, that single yeah, yeah, player yeah, yeah, yeah. mode. Hey, I mean, that's been going on In that respect, yeah, it's getting, it's been while. going on for a while, but why? Like yeah. why? Because it doesn't have to be that way. We know it doesn't. Other people do it. Yeah, I, with with the big stuff like that, I don't understand. Like I, why? Like I understand the games that like play you're like playing with other players on the same servers and different things. That maybe it's to, like keep every make sure everything stays across on the same build when an update goes out. I uh, I don't really know. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not knowledgeable in that area. Yeah. But no. But I want to say like one of the first times that became a thing was it Diablo three, probably. And that was like it would be Blizzard, <laughs> right? <laughs> right, par for the course. Man, get ready. Diablo four is coming out in like a week. Get ready for all the like the microtransactions and and monetization bullshit that I, we're gonna see there. Yeah, Jesus, I still can't believe that back when Diablo Immortal was first announced, like oh, yeah. eons ago, that they tried to pass it off as like, oh yeah, it's gonna be a mainline Diablo game. Yeah, Bitch, no. What? <laughs> I don't I like I know people and I could be behind the times and how much people are actually playing big games on their phones and stuff. A but lot. if it's not like a mobile optimized game, I'm sorry. I mean it is it, so here's the thing, it is optimized for mobile, but it in is. the sense that it is microtransactioned no to the But that's gills. what I mean. It sure you may be able to play it and everything like that, but like is, is everyone really going to their phone for the next big Diablo experience? What you're basically saying is is it a console quality game yeah. on mobile? Yeah. And the the no. No. It's not. Like <laughs> Apex are. Legends went mobile yeah. and they fucking can that shit already. They did, yeah. yeah. Which I, Call of Duty tried to have like a mobile version and I was like, this is yeah. so dumb. I was legitimately <laughs> surprised when I saw Apex Mobile get axed pretty quickly after it, it launched too. Long. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow, really? Well, was because, it like, just that subpar it. of a of an experience? I don't even think it was the, the fact that it was that subpar of an experience. It was more just the fact that you created another entire production uh, pipeline for a for a player base that was probably m- in- 
I actually don't know the numbers, so it could be like, but I'm assuming the player base on mobile is way, way smaller than the player base on PC. But then you're having, but because of how they were set up, they couldn't be playing from the same servers. Like Apex oh. Legends Mobile got mobile specific legends. So then you're having to create. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Okay. So it's I'm like, not into Apex. So, so that one is, you know, in that specific instance, is creating like two versions. Oh. And it's like, why split your time? I for assumed like, it was still the same game with full oh, no, no, no. play. Uh, my now, bad. like the Switch version is. Oh. Okay, but okay. like, but the mobile version, but the mobile wasn't. version is like a different version mm. of Apex, and I was like, why split the time? Yeah, because I mean that basically ensures that all of the console and PC players that are already playing Apex, they're not going to suddenly pivot to the mobile no. version just because they can if it's not the same game. And like an if Apex it were a case can... if you just log back into your account on mobile and keep playing your same Apex account, sure, I can understand that and I would definitely see the usability there. But for a totally different version of the game yeah. where you basically have to start from scratch. I even want to say that it plays in third person, that it played in third person. So it was like even completely different. Wow. And the same thing. Like Again, this is just me just like not understanding it because it's not my preference. But it's just like an Apex game on PC, you know, if it's a good one, can take 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> I don't feel like, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, yeah. it's just like that is not the experience that I'm looking for. I'm not, I'm not going to have a 15, 20 minutes where I'm like, I'm not on my computer. I'm not on my console, but I'm going to play Apex. <laughs> you know, I don't know. That's just me. If I need to kill that 10 to 20 minutes, that's exactly what Disney Mirror Verse is for. That, that's what I mean. Like, the I'm going to I'm going to read stuff on barrel. Reddit or something like that if I've got yeah. like that long to what in the time as opposed to playing something on mine. I even have Marvel Snap and like another like EA with Star Wars game on here too. To be that, fair, like, I barely touched it. Marvel Snap is still. actually a good game. <laughs> but Marvel Snap is good Yeah. Game. It's very fun. A very rare example of a Marvel property in this day and age for gaming that didn't suck ass. Because <laughs> most of them do. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, Marvel Snap's actually good. Marvel Snap is really good. I, I have liked that one a lot. Again, fell off really quick because it's, it's too many things. I've, my, my attention is pulled in so many different directions. It's, it's, it's yeah. nuts. I can't keep track. Anyways, circling back to our original topic. What was it? Overwatch 2. <laughs> <laughs> Shame on them for canceling that PVE. Yeah. No, that was crazy. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand that one at all, yeah. uh, because I really just feel like, or like, don't even promise it. You know what I mean? Like, if yeah. it's gonna be the if it's gonna be the free to play model, and you're like, you know what? I know we can add stuff in later because that's what this whole the the benefit of this model is. You can like add new modes, pull modes out, you know, to your heart's content. But so don't even promise it. Yeah. You know, say like we're thinking maybe this. But not don't be like, it's going to be in the game. And they keep saying that, oh, well, don't worry. We're still going to add more PvE, you know, seasonal events in sure. the future. But they already did that in Overwatch 1. Right. That's it not was, a new thing. Uh, yeah, it's not a new thing. And I imagine, and I could be wrong about this. I would love for Blizzard to prove me wrong. But I imagine that it's going to be exactly the way it was in Overwatch 1 of these team Like Junkenstein's Revenge. Yeah, like Junkenstein's Revenge. Like whatever the one on King's Row was. The one where it was like back in time and it was like young Tracer and young Reinhardt. Oh, it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, what is it? Black something? Black Watch maybe? Black Watch. It was like a Black Watch Chronicle, Black Watch mission. Super fun. Everybody loved that. It was like the gang's all here. It was, it was Mercy, (laughs) Tracer, Reinhardt, Torbjorn and Genji. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it was was fucked up Genji before they gave gave him the fancy arm. So he's like had like the one like robot arm and then like the mask. (laughs) He be looking janky. (laughs) (laughs) And then they fixed him up in post. (laughs) I did want that uh, Genji skin, but I don't think I ever got it. Yeah. But the point is, 
that's not new content. They were still doing that in Overwatch 1 before they added on the arbitrary 2 onto the end. Yeah. So I can't imagine that it's going to be that much different if they had to scrap all of the development that they had already put into the Overwatch 2 PvE. So. It's true. The point is, that sucks. Yeah, it does. And and especially for... Because it just kind of like... I feel like I have not talked to someone who has had necessarily glowing positive things to say about Overwatch 2. So it's kind of like, just like, oh man, eh. <laughs> like we said at the beginning, another letdown about it and stuff yeah. like that. So, but you know, we'll just go back to our times of staying in our group, queuing up for DPS and hoping to get it. Yeah. And I mean, I'll put it this way. Overwatch 1, I very, very often played alone. Same. I have not touched Overwatch 2 on my own. Even just to get into training mode and finally unlock Ramatra. Because now that he's not in the, is in the battle pass anymore. Oh, you his, can just go get him? Yeah, his season has ended, so you can now unlock him for free, which is nice. But you have to like go into uh, training mode and like basically learn how to use him to do so. And I literally haven't done that. So because of that, every time I jump online with the bros, it's like, well, shit, I still haven't unlocked Ramatra. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing you could do. That's because how long I it's been since I've done it. I literally have not. I just don't play it alone anymore. Yeah. And I used to play Overwatch on my own a lot. Same. I put in a ton of my hours solo. So I wonder what that says about the state of the game, that it's not necessarily motivating me yeah. to play it alone anymore so i don't know it's complex stuff all the ins- I, I feel like all the incentive of of earn was got locked behind a paywall of the true. the battle yeah, pass there's nothing there for me to like work towards because because <laughs> in the first game like true they were in old blizzard fashion they released new characters and we got new heroes and that came at no additional cost to us with overwatch one correct like new here, yeah. yeah. All you just the, got to play them. Yeah, you just got to play them. Um, Anna, Sombra, all those people. Yeah, Ash Moira. and all that. And so it, they just all came in. You got to play with them, play with them as free. Uh, but yeah, it just it, now you have either Ramatra, you have to buy the battle pass to be able to have access to him, which then is dumb that he just becomes unlockable for How free at the end the of the battle. battle. Pass? Usually they're like ten bucks. Okay. I don't know if that's the exact cost of this one. Man uh, down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I know that like in Apex and stuff, and I want to say I looked at Overwatch 2, and they're like they're usually like 10 bucks. I'm going to so, check just in case. Just know how much. $10. Okay, Great. cool. So that's that's at least the same. But it's kind of funny. It's like you even pay that, but then you can just get... Whereas before in the other game, you would play, you would get the loot boxes, you could buy the loot boxes, which granted like threw in a lot of stuff that that with the microtransactions, the gambling aspect and all that stuff that's been, you know, discussed for forever. But still, it's like you play the game, you could earn money, you earned enough money over time, you could buy a a box, you got loot boxes for free whenever they had like a new event, you could like, you know, it was all at your ability. If you just earned enough in-game money, you could buy skins outright. Yeah, that's what I mean. need for the loot box. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. So you just had this choice. So like it was up to you, like, I really want to get this skin. I'm going to grind and grind and grind yeah. for a few hours by myself with friends, whatever, get the, and get that skin. I have that sense of, you know, accomplishment that, Ooh, I played this game and did it. Now it's just like, well, I want to get this stuff, but in you play and any, uh, anything you unlock is just pay money to get this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's, it's like, okay. You so get like a couple like drops in the free tiers. And I'm saying yeah. this is not just overwatch two that I'm picking on. It's battle pass system no. in general. It's apex. It's all that stuff. You know, they all do it like to I've different seen degrees. People out in the wild, uh, you know, not in the breath of the wild, in the, oh, in the wilds <laughs> of Overwatch, like with the really cool looking underwater crab skin for hamster. Oh, okay. And I look at it and I'm like, man, that skin's cool. But all you did was pay like 
$15 for yeah. it. So that takes away some of the coolness. The fact that, you know, you just paid money for it. And I mean, and that's, that is how it's always been in Apex where like, yeah, you had to buy the scans either A, by paying the money or by like, well, because Apex has the three different crafting things. It's the uh, legend tokens, which is what you can earn in-game by leveling up. You get 600 every level and uh, you go up and that's what you can use to unlock token uh, your legends So and stuff like that. Uh, then you can also then throughout playing the game, you'll earn crafting materials, which you can use to once you accumulate enough, you can buy skins and hmm. stuff like that. Or there's actual premium currency, the money that you like you buy uh, by buying like tokens Basically and stuff like that. The end game currency. That you pay but you can also for. earn a hundred of those at a time through playing the battle pass. Nice. And there's a couple like modes on free on the free tier that will still give you that that money and stuff like that. So it's like there's avenues but it's still there but it's not like overwatch where it was this one way where you could like play the game and grind to unlock the very specific things you wanted now it is all like yeah. covered and protected so excluding skins you know we're not going to talk about cosmetics with overwatch 2's battle pass just characters sure in overwatch 1 they released anna brigitte moira uh ash What's the Mozart tank's name? Oh, 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 oh. Um. Osmosis Jones. <laughs> just can um. never remember his name. We'll just call him the Maestro. They released Hamster. It's That's like an S. It's gonna it's gonna bug me now. Symmetra. Sigma. 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 There it is. <laughs> so that's at least six characters that they really... Oh, Baptiste. So yeah. that's seven. And I know Echo. I'm... Echo. They released Echo. Um, I'm definitely still missing some. Yeah, the, the, the tank. Orisa. Orisa, yeah. So that's nine fucking janked up. <laughs> we we got to start counting like the like the British do. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, so that's nine characters that they released in Overwatch 1 for free. So I paid $60 for my game and then got nine characters for free on top of that. Let's assume that they release at least nine characters for Overwatch 2. If you wanted to unlock those people in the season they come out, mm -hmm. that would cost you $90. Yeah fucking let me pay my money outright for the game and then do the updates later. That's all I'm saying. You know? I know. But that's exactly why they're doing it because they yeah. know they can squeeze more money out of people for it. And it's like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not going to pay into this system. Well, and it's, and it's the thing too. And it's like, cause I, you know, I completely understand these arguments and these arguments that I'm having are things like we're playing the games. We are still playing the games. It's not like we're sitting back on our high horse and be like, dumb fools. Y'all are falling for a big scam. But I'm not paying a dime. To them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I still will. Yes. With apex at least like, yeah, I, I buy, will buy like the battle pass and stuff like that. But I'm also, like I said earlier, it's the live service game that I'm actively playing right yeah. now. Like I play it with Cody and Michael and stuff like that. And we like, and we'll go through, you know, and I'm, I'm actively grinding. I am doing the grind there. And plus at this point I've had, I've played so much. I already have enough, uh, stored up coins from earning it and playing the game. I can just buy the next battle pass. You're already. already so same rich. with how yeah. Fortnite was too. Yeah. And I'm sure that overwatch too, at the same time can also do that to be fair. Can it, can you buy, can you earn in game currency? I haven't, Oh, no in-game credits. Yeah, to be they able to buy the next one. To earn. Oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, I know that the best way to get them is through the battle pass, so maybe, but obviously I'm never going to do that. So how yeah. would I know? So, I don't know. It's it's, you know, uh, I'm not saying it's just like we're we're sitting up and being like this is crazy because it's it's it affects the games that we're playing ourselves and it's just kind of like it's <sighs> lesser of evils, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't really know. It's just like I don't like it. Don't know how to fix it either. Season Story of my life. Asshole. 
ass. <laughs> I ran out of things to say. You're going to do this Google search fast. I'm going, Jared. I'm going. All right. Players need coins to buy the battle pass, and credits can only be used to buy select other items. Okay. That means there is currently no way to grind Overwatch 2's battle pass enough to cover the cost of the following season's pass. Okay. That was as of February 8th, 2023. Okay, so, so probably not much has changed since then because that's probably the yeah. last season or the new season that was just about to start. Because yeah. didn't they start a new season around they, Valentine's? Yeah, I think they just did. yeah. So so yeah. So yeah. They're, they're I mean like Apex you can Fortnite you can uh, like earn enough currency to, like to buy playing it after you purchase the battle pass to be able to roll into the next battle pass and that system I feel like works. I feel like that's actually a very forgiving system. Like I games the amount considered. of money I've actually probably I've probably. I mean, I played Apex since it came out. I'd say by at this point, I've probably spent close to sixty bucks on it all total. Which a respectable quantity that of money would be the, that would be for the a full game. Time. Yeah, <laughs> and I know that like eventually over time, I'll probably spend more into it yeah. and stuff like that. But still, it's just like I'm I'm careful with how I pick it, and I feel like it's not. If it was this thing where I was just like, oh, I gotta spend and I gotta have all this yeah. stuff, sure. But it's but you know, it's that is the nice thing with how and I feel like how some game companies handle microtransactions well is when they are like, it's here, it's available, but you can still like enjoy the game even yeah. if you choose not to do it. And I feel like that's kind of the difference. Oh, right now, Blizzard feels like they're forcing you to have to pay to be able to get the benefits and to enjoy the things. Which and that just doesn't... Pass. Yeah. You know what I'd rather do instead? Hmm. Spend my $60, $70? Now 70 Spend my $70, which I understand. But I would happily pay $70 for the 95 hours of 2-octo-2 path that I've already put in. <laughs> which I just kind of want to briefly talk about a couple of things. Basically just updates. Sure, sure. Like a little bit of updates about what's going on in 2-octo-2 path because I feel like if I don't... If I don't start talking about it now, <laughs> there's no way I'm going to be able to fit all of my thoughts for a final review sure. into one episode. We would either have to break it into two chunks and like talk about four characters in this one and four characters in the next one, or just like kind of kind of drip feed it out. Right. So this is going to be some story spoilers for Two Octo Two Path, specifically for Agnia. Not Primrose, new Primrose Throne. I, I, okay. I, I don't. I'm no help here. Yeah, Agnia. I just know my one guy whose name I've Oswald. Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna talk a little bit about Agnia Throne and third character whose story I beat. Who I don't fucking remember. Not Oswald. You haven't gone back to complete his wonderful Oswald. story. Who's? Oh, it was. Oh, oh, Chet. Because I beat her. Chet. I, I beat. Oh. Oh, Chet. Oh, Chet. Yes. I thought oh, you Chet. said, oh, Chet. Chet. No. no. <laughs> yeah, classic two-octo, two-path character, Chet. <laughs> I mean, that's what I was saying. I wouldn't have questioned it. I was just like, oh, oh of yeah. course. Chet from Delta Gamma Gamma. Yeah, we all know Chet. We love that guy. No, oh, Chet. Lloyd uh, in Legend of Dragoon. In my... <laughs> defense <laughs> it's because i beat her story by accident she tricked me mm. but don't so, you hate it when that happens don't you fucking hate it when that happens so i just want to kind of talk about a couple of things specific to each of those characters stories just to kind of do a quick wrap up on what i thought about them and specifically in the case of agnia something that her final boss did that i thought was super fun and interesting do you think you're emotionally ready for that, Jared. Sure. Which one do you want to hear about first? Uh, dealer's choice. Ooh, dealer's choice. Wh whose name comes first in the order? Uh, Ochet does. Ochet. Yeah, Ochet. Chet. Or she's the. Uh, she could be the second O. We'll say mm. she's the uh, first O. Yes. Yeah, is, is Oswald or Ochet first? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Good question. Right. 
Well, Oswald fucking sucks. So we're going to say that I'm Jets first. <laughs> Don't try to sell me. You're some smart master wizard when you spend five years in a place and think you have a plan and you have nothing. <laughs> what a dumbass. <laughs> Anyways, uh, without his fancy book learning, he's mm. nothing. <laughs> Uh, anyways, so Ochet's story. So Ochet's whole thing, and this was kind of true with Honnet, but not to the same extent. I think it is absolutely hilarious that they literally gave Ochet's in- entire story arc over to, like, copy-paste Pokemon, the, the whole point of catching legendary Pokemon. Because, you know, like back in the olden days, it used to be that legendary Pokemon often came in threes yeah. and not the twos like they're selling you these days with the violets and the scarlets of the world. We used to get three legendary Pokemon <laughs> for the price of two. That's not true. Some of the other new games do do it as well. But so Ochet's entire story is she is uh, being raised as part of the Beastling people mm-hmm. um, in the world of Solistia. So the Beastlings are, for lack of a better word, furries. They are, <laughs> which we is- We are hitting the gambit of topics today, everybody. Technically not true because they are just, they're, they're beast humans. You know, they are part, it looks like wolf. They are part wolf, part human. Uh-huh. So they have cute little wolf ears and little wolf tails. So, so cute. When, furries. When you unlock the, um, when you unlock the hunter class, because Ochet is the hunter class, when you unlock uh, hunter licenses for your other characters though, it is cute because when you apply the hunter to some of your other characters they don't necessarily all look like wolves hikari specifically looks like a black kitty cat he gets little black ears and clearly what is a black cat tail so it's like oh okay so there are cat people and not just wolf people so either they're just never pictured as part of the beastling tribe Mm. on totohaha or that's just for flavor you know it's just for flavor that some of them get to look more like cats than like wolves but Ochet is a beastling. She comes from the tribe of Totohaha. She comes from the tribe of beastlings on Totohaha, and she is being raised by a talking lion. <laughs> Aslan. <gasps> she is raised by Aslan, for those of you that are big fans of the Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> a name I have not heard in a long time. <laughs> Many people have forgotten his name. <laughs> because they're not going to church enough, frankly. <laughs> No. <laughs> I don't know. You wouldn't have heard the name of Aslan at my church growing up no, either. No, yeah. So I, 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 <laughs> I read all of the Chronicles of Narnia and never once picked up on any of the religious connotations. And then the Chronicles of Narnia got really popular when I was in freshman year. Probably of, the movie, right? Of, of my high school. Yeah. So I saw like all the Christian kids carrying around the collected books. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> What are you normies doing? No, yeah, no, it was the it was, it was so the, it, the movies came out. They got super popular. I'd read like a couple of the books before, yeah. like growing up as a kid. But then, yeah, it turned into that. And then, and then the church, then was the church, like, like freaks out because they're like, sure, this may look like it's supposed to be an allegory and it's supposed to be about Jesus, but it's actually Satan's lie. Because there's magic and talking animals, you can't have well, that. The, and there's like the one the one that was like pointed out. And it, um, <laughs> in a church service one time was it was just like it was just like. There's all these characters of you know out there of all these different creatures of Greek mythology you know like pans centaurs where do you think centaurs come from? <laughs> Literally like the moment the pause <laughs> and the, then the like look. So after, wait, he didn't just say like somebody fucked a horse. <laughs> it's like heavily implied. People fucking horses. <laughs> that is, and so therefore very unChristian. That is the. F- <laughs> That 
is the funniest thing I've heard in a while, Jerry. Oh, God, I got stories. Church must have been wild. I've got stories. Let's let's uh, we'll do a whole other podcast right. on that. So Ochet is being raised by the keeper of the aisle, the guardian of the aisle named Juva. He is literally just a talking lion. He's not like a beastling. He's not even remotely humanoid, except for the fact that he's apparently so magical and awesome that he just taught himself to speak really, really good English mm. in, in the case of the version that we're playing. So uh, he's awesome. He teaches Ochet how to hunt, which they actually make a really funny joke about it later in the game if you unlock one of the um, travel banters mm -hmm. of somebody's asking Ochet like, oh, where'd you learn to hunt so well? And she's like, oh, Master Juva taught me. And, you know, he's a lion. And they're like, how? And she's like, well, what a verbal direction. <laughs> thumbs you see so he couldn't literally He's demonstrate like, let me teach you how to do this i can't do it myself i can't do it I myself have seen but I people that do it though so and i am a master they, they, I, I thought it was so funny that they actually addressed that in game i was like good gracious you done it yeah. that's the best thing i've ever heard <laughs> so that's peak self-awareness peak self-awareness so master juva teaches ochet how to hunt and he's basically training her to eventually take on the mantle of being guardian of the isle mm. because juva i think they say in game is over 300 years old oh. he's old as balls okay so he's gonna die eventually right he obviously needs a successor ochet is meant to be that successor at the at the very beginning of her story her basically tutorial chapter um she goes through a couple of things to like save some other stuff um be a defeat a monster classic things but she gets to pick a traveling companion you remember Hanit had the panther like the, the white yes, leopard yes. yeah it was like a snow leopard uh Hanit had that cool snow leopard which i don't think talked no no yeah didn't talk well that's because Hanit wasn't a beast she can't she talk doesn't to even beasts. know yeah yeah she, she didn't know uh, might but, as well call her scotty yeah <laughs> Anyways, anyways, Ochet, as a beastling, she can speak to animals and some animals that are just apparently real smart, like Master Juva and eventually Ochet's companion, they gain the ability of human speech as well. So Ochet can choose between two creatures. One of them looks like a dingo. I don't think it is. <laughs> I think it's like a fox yeah. or like a, it's not a wolf. It kind of looks like a weird fox. Fennec fox, maybe the ones Ooh, that have like the little big no, ears. No, it's in not the that cute. I mean, Damn. honestly, I would just call it a dingo because <laughs> I think it looks like a dingo. Uh, she gets to choose between a fox slash dingo or an owl. And functionally speaking, I think I think I have not vetted this, but if you choose the owl, the owl's default move gives you the ability to use magical abilities. So uh, Mahina is the owl's mm -hmm. name. Mahina's ability is like if you send her out in battle, if you provoke her in battle to attack your uh, enemies, she will do an elemental strike that is meant to attack an elemental weakness of the enemy. So if you've got an enemy that you're facing for the first time and all of their weaknesses are question mark boxed out, mm -hmm. you have no idea what they're going to be weak to. Mahina could be a great source of whittling away at what those options could be because you send Mahina out, she does a wind attack, and you're like, oh, they're weak to wind. Sure. So it's very convenient. I assume that the fox, whatever the fox's name is, would do the same but with physical weapons. Knowing Octopath Traveler um, logic, I think that's what the fox does. Okay. What's that old, like, what, what, oh, what, what does is, the fox yeah, say? Yeah, never mind. We're not going to talk about that. <laughs> Open up that Pandora's box. That Pandora's fox. <laughs> <laughs> 
chose Mahina. I chose the owl because sure. I was like, who doesn't love owls? This right? fucking rules. So I picked the owl. She has a very cute little voice. Mahina is so adorable. And Ochet's task is her first chapter reveals that something called, ooh, the blood moon? Ooh. Oh, I did actually call it the Blood Moon. Very appropriate with Tears of the Kingdom. Right. I'm going to call it the Blood Moon. I don't need we to check myself. About. Everybody's going to know what I'm talking about. The sky turns red. There's an eclipse. Bad shit happens. It's, bad shit happens. So there's something that's about to happen called the Blood Moon, for lack of a better or correct word. Master Juva knows what it is from ancient texts and from ancient murals. These ancient murals on temple walls that show that three beasts of legend, Terra, the master of earth, Glasses, the master of sky, and Cataracta, the master of water, basically the three elements, are the ancient guardians of legend that when this event happened a thousand years ago, they were the ones that saved the island and by extension, the whole world of Solista. The island is just where it happens to happen first. Mm. So, you know, this event is about to happen kind of any day now. Sure. <laughs> so Master Juve is like, bruh, <laughs> I need you, Ochet, to go. So the three guardians have scattered to the four winds since then because, you know, they don't live on the island all sure, the time. Sure. They've got the mastery of the elements. Why wouldn't they go out and explore and live their lives? You know, they got places to be. Mm -hmm. So they have scattered to the four winds. You need Ochet to go and literally capture them and bring them back to the island for the night of the blood moon so that you can stop the world from ending. That is literally what her story is. It is so Pokemon, it cracks me up. Yeah. But those three events, those three uh, creatures that you're going to fight, they all kind of happen in different ways in her story. And the first one in particular I thought was really fun and a good example of how the chapters in Octopath, in Two Octo Two Path divert from the formula that Octopath Traveler 1 laid down. Because in my case, the first creature that I went to go find was Cataracta, the mm -hmm. water creature. You go to this island off in, I think it's near the Conning Creek area. It's not there. I forget what the other town is called, though. Wait, is it? You might just go north instead of west. East. Anyways, the point is, <laughs> you go to this you travel. You, you travel to this place where you know that Cataracta is uh, known to have been at some point. You find this cave where you like hear a um, a crying sound, and uh -oh. you're like, "Oh, okay. Well, the Cataracta, if I, you know, Ochet feels like Cataracta's presence is over there." You go to this island. You defeat somebody to get there. You use Ochet's provoke power to do that. It's very integrated with the battle system. You get to the island, get to the cave, and there's a big skeleton of what appears to have been a very big fish uh -oh. on the island along with a lot of arrows and like spears and stuff laying around and you're like huh that's weird <laughs> but you go into the cave because you can still hear something happening in there uh and through the course of you know traveling through the cave and defeating little small monsters you get to an area that in the in the lore, in, in the formula, excuse me, in the formula of Octopath Traveler, you would know as, hey, I think a boss battle is about to happen right there. But you get to that area, and there is no boss battle. Instead, all it is is Ochet finds an egg, and the egg hatches. Uh-oh. And it's a tiny cataracta because an NPC comes around to tell you like, hey, I was the guardian of this isle. We revered cataracta as a god because they kind of literally are. They're like gods mm -hmm. on earth. But people, you know, humans, the evil of humans, they hunted cataracta and killed her. 
Luckily, right before Cataracta died, she was able to lay her egg in this cave, and then the egg hatches, and you get new Cataracta, nice. which uh, Ochet just calls Acta. And Acta is really cute. It looks like a Dratini <laughs> from Pokemon, <laughs> which I think was kind of intentional. A little intentional. bit of copycat going on here. <laughs> it looks like a little bit of copy Cataractin. <laughs> Don't spit it out. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so you get this, you just get her. You know, yeah. there's one small battle against that NPC who's the guardian of the aisle to basically get in. Yeah. But that's definitely not a boss battle. And when I got Acta without having done what I would consider to be a proper boss battle, I was really surprised. I was like, oh, okay, so that's all there is going to be to this chapter? Yeah. And with a few characters over time through the rest of the story arcs, there are other ones like that where you play through somebody's story and it is purely narrative with a little bit of their unique ability mixed in to get to the end of that chapter. And I thought that that was a really nice, a nice diversion from that formula and a good way to distinguish Two Octo Two Path as more of its own unique experience. Mm. Not, you know, outside of the fact that it's four new, it's eight new characters, they're doing a new thing. It's still kind of the same, but it's not. I thought that yeah. that was a nice addition to just basically give it its own identity. Mm-hmm. The uh, the rest of Ochet's path is, of course, uh, going around to ca- to capture Terra, who is literally just napping at the bottom of volcano. <laughs> All you have to do is go down there, wake him up. He's pissed off because you woke him up from his nap. Who wouldn't be? You have to fight him. His fight is really fun, and he did. Om- I think he killed me, and then I had to start over. Anyways, he was really tough. And then I did Glasses last. And Glasses was kind of a pretty sad uh, experience because mm-hmm. you go up to the top of this blizzard mountain where it is blizzarding 24-7, 365 days a year because something made Glasses really, really mad. Mm-hmm. A few, like maybe 40 years ago, something like that. And you're like, man, what made Glasses so mad? You get up to the top of the uh, mountain and you find a broken egg. So Glasses had a baby, but a group of hunters came to that mountain to kill Glasses. They failed. So as an act of revenge, the last of the hunters who didn't die, who Glasses didn't just straight up kill, the last hunter broke her only egg. So Glasses is in mourning. She's furious. And all of these creatures are sentient. You know, they can talk. Damn humans? Yeah, damn humans. Ochet's whole thing is about like, man, humans fucking suck. (laughs) (laughs) Which is understandable. Proven true every day. Ochet's path is the too real. (laughs) Too hot to too path. Too real. Too real. So you get to the top of the mountain. You find the last of the hunters who's still trying to kill Glasses because he's so bitter and mean. Captain A have over here yeah jesus glasses obviously put the smack down on him so he's about to die anyways but ochet's like glasses can we talk this out <laughs> so you do have to fight glasses it's a really cool fight their designs are all very very cool mm-hmm. these are like gigantic creatures Ooh, so nice. their fights feel very impactful but you do eventually calm glasses down which is to say you almost kill her in battle but instead you capture her yeah um and she's like all right fine i'll go with you What's happening now? The blood moon, you say? <laughs> we gotta fix this too. So, so you've got all the creatures. You finally get to go back to Totohaha to uh, to basically fight through the night of the blood moon, which is super cool. So this is some 
kind of bigger story spoiler stuff. So definitely tune out if you haven't already. But so when you get back to Totohaha with the three beasts of legend, Master Juva, you, the rest of the beastlings, and even a small faction of human settlers on the isle, mm-hmm. on the isle, which is literally just colonialism. They are there and they are <laughs> they are bad news. Yeah. Like in the in the case of Totohaha, they keep trying to steal the beastlings' land because all they know how to do is steal and consume and expand just like humans. <laughs> yeah, what a, what a travesty. God so, damn it, humans. Anyways, you briefly team up with the tribe of humans on the island, the Beastlings. Hi, Sam. <laughs> Was it Sam? Yeah, it Hi, is. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> you briefly team up with them and you go to the, the it's like a um, like a waves event. Mm. So you've basically set up a, uh, a barricade. You've set up a barricade on part of the aisle facing where you know, or as Master, Master Juva informs you, periodically, every 1,000 years, the whole night of the blood moon is actually an opening of a dimensional rift oh. between Totohaha and some other dimension. That's where these weird, dark creatures are coming from. They're coming from beyond this rift. So the first kind of like ghostly, spooky, ectoplasmy uh, creatures you fought in Ochet's chapter one, those were just the start of the wave. The rest of the wave happens when this, I think it's basically an eclipse. When the eclipse happens, they all come into the island, and if you don't stop them and close the rift, everybody's going to fucking die. So you have to just fight through waves and waves and waves of enemies, which is really fun, functionally speaking. And then finally you battle, uh, I won't say too much about this because it is kind of, it's very emotional. I did cry. The final, final battle of that whole arc is uh, narratively speaking, very well done. And it includes a couple of just in-game uh I guess just decoration yeah. that is so fun. So this whole time, anytime you've been summoning Acta specifically or Mahina, they're both small. Mahina's like a normal sized owl. So when you summon her in battle, she's little on screen. She come out, she do a big swoop. That's kind of it. When you summon Acta, who is the size of a Dratini, mm-hmm. Acta's just like a little small snack. <laughs> Acta just come out and be like, Wee! And it does like a little buff, and that's all Acta does. That's funny. So Glasses and Terra are big and bad, and you can only summon them once per battle. But Acta and uh, Mahina, you can summon all the time because they're just little scrubs, right? Not in the final battle. In the final, final battle, something happens, and Ochet basically gets a surge of power. Mm. That also affects the creatures that she controls. So in that battle, when you summon Mahina, Mahina is the size of the screen. Ooh, She's huge. That's cool. And she do a big swoop. And it's like, oh my God, <laughs> this rules. And then when you summon Acta, you know, previously Acta has been like this big, yeah. like two pixels big and like clearly a baby. But when you summon Cataracta in that final battle, an enormous fully formed water dragon just appears on the screen and does like the ocean's blessing is the move and everybody gets buffed the hell out and you're like oh my god this is so cool that's cool so it's just such a great way to infuse the game with some much that that final battle with some much needed heavy hitting impact yeah it was very fun plus combine that with the fact that ochet's uh theme is really good Oh my god, that experience was so fun. Uh, I had an absolute blast with it. 
And now I'm tired of talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, nice. Good to see where you're still keeping yeah. up in a, oh, a two octa two octa two pass. I actually so you have don't even many? think we have time to talk about Agnea's final battle. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many more do you have? Do you think? Like how many more like stories? Uh, how many more stories do you have to finish? There's five more. Oh, okay. I've beaten three. I've got five. Almost more. halfway. I think I'm gonna do Oswald's next because his chapter. Th- so the the one thing that I don't really think is a spoiler. Not every character has four chapters. Oh, really? In one Octo, one path, every character had four main chapters. That was it. But because of the more narrative elements that two Octo, two path has added in, some characters have four chapters. Ochet technically only had on paper three Mm -hmm. air quotes, but that's because her entire chapter two was spread out into mini chapter twos of acquiring the three monsters. Mm. So each of the three beasts of legend was labeled as a chapter two, but technically speaking, you played through one, two, three extra mini chapters. Ah. And then you come back to total haha and complete her chapter three, which is why I wasn't expecting. I it. see. I thought she was going to get a chapter four. And so you just waltzed right I into the main. I just walked straight <laughs> into it. It ended. And I was like, Oh my God. Well, I wasn't expecting this at all. <laughs> I wasn't expecting it at all. So it blindsided me, but other characters have five chapters. Uh, and Oswald, I think is one of the ones that has five. Mm. I think I just recently finished his chapter four. I want to say, which, took a turn oh yeah uh to to not put a spoiler on it but to kind of put a spoiler on it (laughs) i will say that it took for anime lovers out there sure it took a full metal alchemist turn oh yeah so if you if you if you know you know other people in the know (laughs) and if you got what that reference was put it in the comments nice it took a real dark turn i mean his story was already dark a little dark his family's dead but his personality is so ridiculous that it's hard to take his his arc seriously but no the end of his chapter four was actually very very dark and it's like oh boy (laughs) so i i I suspect that his chapter five is gonna be a doozy uh, and I know that one of the people that watches the show put in the comments that they started with Oswald yeah. and that his his arc was fucking good. Yeah. So I'm I'm hopeful that he will be able to regain some respect in my <laughs> eyes. And not just like a clumsy planner. <laughs> and, have, and have a really good, satisfying final arc. I think he's going to get there. Nice. Like I said, he has grown on me throughout the rest of the game, but boy, his chapter one and two rough. were so just so tonally funny. It's just like, yeah. oh my God, this guy blows. Oh yeah, I guess that's true. I played through his chapter two also. Because it's in required. D- it's required yeah. in, the, in the demo. Yeah. No, it was a weird one. It was a weird one for sure. <sighs> good stuff though. Weird stuff. <laughs> Let's see what what's a little thing I can give an update on here. I guess I'll just talk, I can just talk about Jedi Survivor real quick before we wrap up a little more. Uh, like I said, I'm doing like third. I'm like thirty five ish hours probably Man, at this point. God, I, I know I said this last time, but you were just cooking with gas I kinda, lately. I kind of think I might be actually getting close to the end. Oh no! Like I'm at a, I'm at a chapter. the The mission I'm on, I'm kind of like, I, this could lead to more. But this kind of feels like it's setting me up to like I'm about to head off on like the last Uh-oh. mission. So, which I mean, cool. I'm already getting through it in that way. And, but I was also like, oh, already? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dick around could, some more, I know. I need, to, I need to. Um, There's actually quite a bit. I actually unlocked a few more like traversal things. It's really good about pacing out how long. Like I'm late in the game and I just unlocked another like environmental like traversal platforming oh, method. Oh, nice. Like a new ability? Yeah. Fun. And I'm like, man, this is cool. Um. So that's still going really well. I did, though, I will say, 
Uh, and to be completely transparent and honest with everyone, I did lower the difficulty back down <gasps> to just hard. Sure. <laughs> the absolute shame. I was still progressing through the game fine and was making it through on Grandmaster. But with these games, and it, I think this is also true in like the Souls games as well, if you die... If you die in the game, it, you die in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. I'm a ghost talking to you right now. Uh, but if it's like, if you die in the game... You can go back and you'll recover like your stuff, like your life, your oh, XP, your souls, your souls and stuff work. like that. You'll recover them. But if you don't recover them and die again, you lose them. Yeah. So that happens in this one too. But if you're able to like gain enough XP to unlock a skill point, it'll still like save that skill point that you can unlock later. Okay. But you just lose the buildup that you had toward the next X, uh, one. Oh, okay. I so that's where I was kind of running into the problem where it's like I'm getting through the game. And I'm able to bulldoze my way through like a couple bosses and bigger, harder fights eventually. But I was losing any XP gains that I was getting. So I'm like, I'm progressing through the story. Cool. Making it. But I'm not like being able to like play it to its fullest because I'm not able to unlock my abilities that would eventually make this easier. I mean, basically your skill tree was lagging behind. Exactly. So I decided, you know what? I think just for a more cohesive playthrough, and so that I don't get like burned out, I was fighting. I did run into a couple bosses that like took a long time to beat, and I was kind of like, you know what? That's not how I want this to be. It's like it's cool that I'm like at where I feel like I'm at the ability level where I could play it at this, but maybe not for my like my first playthrough. So I I I jumped it down. Uh, Plus, if it's apparently going to be such a short game, you definitely got another playthrough in you. There has to be some other like twist to it that I haven't like got to yet or something else that that's going to but it just but also I mean I am 35 hours in I mean some games I could do be, be just like there. that yeah I could just be there technically so. if I had really tried two octo two path probably could have been a 35 hour game if you just like sped right through it yeah, yeah I just refused to let I mean I'm happen. still doing a lot of like exploration and like finding detours and doing stuff like that but yeah maybe I'm just already kind of like been how's, blazing your, through. how's your home base uh customization going it's going good there isn't as much customization as much as it is uh, I guess I, I might have like explained it a little bit wrong. As much as it is just like recruiting more people to come there, ah, and gotcha. then like building out the the garden on the rooftop. That's more what I meant. The rooftop. It's coming garden. along. I found a few more plants. Got a few more things planted. I you did grow in the devil's cabbage yet. <sighs> it hasn't given me that as an option, but Damn. surely something out there is. <laughs> but it's um, their slight little spoiler. You do meet a character who like is a gardener that like comes to your, you recruit to your base who is like the overseer of your garden, and you can now like go and talk to her. And she'll tell you like things and facts about the plates and different stuff like that. So it's going good. Um, And then I did also decide just as like a side thing, because when I get tired of doing that or get built, uh, you know, beat out on the uh, the bosses and need a break. I decided even though I've beaten the game fully on the switch, I am going and replaying Star Wars Episode one racer, the pod racing game uh, from the N64, replaying that one. On my on the PlayStation, so I can get those trophies, get that platinum. I played like two races last night and unlocked like twenty five percent of the trophies because oh so many of them are just like <laughs> do a boost start, win a first place, get a boost, taunt a player while boosting, and I just like did all these. <laughs> the, the participation like trophies of achievements. That's hilarious. I was like, this will be a quick platinum. It is like a couple of them are like get first in every race. You know, finish all the man. If the, it's that easy, maybe I'll do it. <laughs> it's a fun game. Like I I, I posted on my on my uh, Instagram last night that I was playing it and a buddy responded he was just like because I, I said replaying a classic and he's like a classic really would we call Star Wars Racer a classic and I was like absolutely we would call, call Star Wars Racer a classic it is 
even though it's like an N64, uh, and not saying that's a knock against it or anything like that, but it is, the controls are fantastic. It, like, pod racers go like, you know, 500, 700 miles per hour. And this one really f- captures that, like, you are speeding through these Man, courses. I can't believe they don't measure speed in midichlorians. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a different measurement. <laughs> But yeah, so I was like, uh, dude, this game is awesome. Like, sure, it's, it, it didn't have the the like the the takeoff of like Mario Kart and stuff like that. But as far as just like a racer, it's fucking great. Nice. Don't be talking smack on my racer. No, I love racers. It's great. Racing games are fun. Oh yeah, good, good time. games. Got to play good old Cruising USA again. You know? Oh man, Cruising yeah. USA. That's a good old blast from the past. <laughs> What, 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 they came out with a new cruising, didn't they? They did. Fairly that's right. Recent, and it had a banger set, like the the intro song. I need to was go listen to that awesome. again. I need to go play it. Yeah, go listen to the the new cruising uh, cruising. I, it, I feel like it was more world cruising the world, something so like that. So it may not yeah. have been cruising USA, but the new cruising game looked really fun. There's also a new Lego yeah. racer out. Like came out well, for just starters, a couple days ago. They, I really, really want to know what the profit versus development cost is for those Lego games. They can't be expensive to make. But like, they relatively rake speaking, in the monies. But they rake in the dough. And this, ra- and this one looks really know. good because it's like fully customizable, build your own race car kind nice. of thing. It, I was kind of like, ooh, cool. I'm into that. I'm into that. You know where else you can build your own race car? Uh, Crash Team Racing? Tears of the Kingdom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing it all back yeah, to square bringing one. bringing it all back to square one. Uh, anyways, the one other thing I wanted to say about 2 Octo 2 Path. This is a very light spoiler, light spoiler for Throne's final boss. They made it. He's just a really, really hot Sephiroth. Her final boss is just like this super hot guy with long, (laughs) long silver hair. And he wears like kitted out, like Final Fantasy sexy outfit. And you're like, Sephiroth, is that you? It's not, but it basically is. So I just wanted to say that her final boss is sexy. (laughs) Get it. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Oh, man. He's got the, he's, he's got, he's the front runner so far for hottest final boss. Oh, nice. So, yeah. That's another list we should do. Hot villains. Yeah, hot final bosses. We or should just do hot that. villains. I'm down for hot mm, villains. Yeah. All right. Next Let's episode. Talk about hot villains. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and strike Poseidon, not Poseidon, uh, Hades off that list because oh. I am not a fan of his facial hair, to be quite honest. That's a little bushy. Yeah. It's a little much. It's a little much. And also, he's dick. Yeah, <laughs> and he's personality good. counts. And I haven't been able to beat him yet, so he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, man. Boy. Well, everybody, this has been a great shoot the shit episode. We've t- covered a lot of ground, and we actually like there's a lot of stuff that I didn't at all anticipate we'd talk about. But hey, we got there. Yeah, oops, we got there. Careful desk, earthquake, careful desk, earthquake here. But no, yeah, thanks for everybody. Uh, it has been great just talking about all these other uh, random topics that you know that we like to fill the time with, and we're not doing the big reviews and everything like that. Uh, next week, though. Yes. Next week, I had to think, make sure my mental health was right, is the end of the month, so it will be our team chat plays next week, so we'll uh, come back with a break. I kind of think we should just do Hitman again. Do, I would love to do Hitman again. I'm fully on board with that, because uh, we beat the first mission, didn't we? Yes. And finally. we can just go into the second <laughs> mission. Um, or, 
for the future, do you have whatever Star Wars game lets you do the the Ewok thingy, the yeah. night? <gasps> you want to play that? Yeah, I do yeah, want to play that. Play some right, we're going to Ewok hunt. <laughs> I only want to play the Ewok one. Okay, so whatever fine. the rest of the game requires, I'm not interested. Oh, I just want to kill Ewoks. Well, you can do the Ewok yes. hunt for sure. So that'll be fun. Uh, that'll so be yeah, fun. so tune in next week. We'll, we'll uh, send out the announcement and all that stuff. And um, if for whatever reason we can't get it to work, which occasionally does happen, hit This one should work. Yeah. I will test. <laughs> it's only when we do new games that say online. We can do. You can play it online. And, and what like, we mean by new games, we mean new old games. Yeah. The older new, the new game, the more problems there yeah. are. And so, no Battlefront Two. I play a lot. Nice. We should have no problem doing that. I'm excited that one, about so that. I can't wait there. to kill you, Ox. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that cheery note, everyone, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and bring this episode of Team Chat Podcast to a close. Thanks for hanging out with us this time. Uh, and until next time, I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined to my right. Very much. Adios. We'll see you all next time.